Dear Jehovah, how can we truly show that we love you? How can we truly say how much we are grateful? We lack words to qualify your awesomeness, your mercy, your kindness. For you have not dealt with us by the multitude of our transgression. You renew your mercy and your love towards us. Father in heaven, great is your faithfulness. This morning we ask that you teach us your word, that you empower us by your word, that you direct us, that you pilot the affairs of our lives, that the darkness, the disappointment, the danger, the uncertainty, all will be despaired, will be dispersed, will be destroyed, and you would, your light would order our path, even to be a blessing to others and to ourselves. Take all the glory and honor, of Jesus. We pray in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Friends, good morning and welcome back to our daily devotional podcast. I thank God for your life. I thank you for following. I thank you for sharing. I thank you for your questions. And we are grateful to God for the privilege to serve. It is our desire that at the end of this series tied to those who dare, that there will be a transformation. We will become, you know, more courageous, more tenacious, more resolved in our relationship with the Lord and in doing intentional ministry and to our communities. We are still on the book of Daniel and we are entering Daniel chapter 3 today, praise the Lord. And we would like to title this introduction, Break or Bend, Break or Bend. Um, in Daniel chapter 3 started out as, you know, the band was introduced, the band played, there was the furnace, the furnace that roared and, um, you know, the crowds bowed while three captives and a fourth man in this story as found in Daniel chapter 3 walked unharmed among the flames. What a very interesting story, I tell you. Go back and read Daniel chapter 3 again. I tell you, it's an amazing story. In our previous lesson, um, when we looked at Daniel chapter 2, we, we discovered that God showed Nebuchadnezzar, right? A great image whose parts were made of um, different metals. metals. Do you remember them? We saw um, the head of what? Of gold. We saw the chest and arms of silver. We saw the belly and thigh of bronze. We saw the legs of iron. and saw the feet that was mixed with iron and clay. And the final element that we saw was that a stone that was cut without human hands struck the image and broke it to pieces. If you are confused, we encourage you to go back to the previous podcast and listen to them. You can also read Daniel chapter 2 so that you can follow us or engage us in our TFI community. We are much, we are ready to, we are um, anticipating your questions and we would like to discuss them with you. Okay, so but as we continue, we saw that um, Daniel gave the interpretation of the king's dream and made it crystal clear to the king that Babylon would be succeeded by another empire which was even inferior to it and that other empires will continue to arise until the stone kingdom which we discover to be the kingdom of God who will come and take over all of the earthly kingdoms and empire. This is just a recap. but. 
And this is a very important recap because the king was told in Daniel 2 that his kingdom will not last forever. But in Daniel chapter 3, we see Nebuchadnezzar making you know, a huge image, almost like what he saw in his dream. But this time, the king wanted to make this image, you know, this statue in his own image and not according to what God showed him. The king then decided that he will make uh, an, this image to be 60 cubits, that's 90 feet high and 9 feet wide possibly after the shape and size of you know what he saw in his dream but the specifications that he was shown in his dream Nebuchadnezzar refused to follow it instead of making the various parts of the image with the corresponding metals that you know he saw in his dream the head of gold the chest of silver the belly of um, bronze the leg of iron and feet of iron mixed with clay the king made the entire image to be purely of gold. And you know, it was obvious that Nebuchadnezzar was making a statement. His message to everyone was that my empire Babylon will not be succeeded by another, not even the stone kingdom, which is the kingdom of God. God told him that his kingdom will not last forever, but Nebuchadnezzar dared to go against the commands of God and wanted to prove God wrong that his kingdom will last forever. But boy, was he mistaken. But let's continue in the story. In Daniel, when you read Daniel 3 from verse 2 to 12, you see that the king invited all of his governors, his administrators, and you know the, the test kept on repeating this caliber of persons that Nebuchadnezzar invited to this um, launching of his idol. And Nebuchadnezzar made the declaration at the sound of heavily orchestrated music. I wish I have time to, you know, magnify on the lesson of the importance of music to worship, but the Lord will help us to start a series on that sometime in the future in Jesus' name. You know, and he invited, Nebuchadnezzar invited all that was he could, he summoned them all that they should worship the image which he himself had set up and so the drums rolled the orchestra played there was music in the air the trumpet sounded and all you know at the dedication everyone bowed down and worshiped the king's image everyone except three hebrew young men shadrach meshach and abednego and you know for the king bowing down to his image was a sign of loyalty to his government Therefore, anyone who refused to bow down and worship the image declared himself disloyal to the king and deserved death. In fact, the penalty for the death was that, you know, those persons who refused to bow will be thrown into the fiery furnace. They will be burned alive. And, but Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego refused to bow down. And in fact, it seems like they themselves also made a public statement, a public declaration of their disgust, of their disapproval to the king's command because it was obvious that they refused to bow down. They would have hidden, they would have compromised, but they stood out and they stood out distinctively for the Lord. But upon hearing the command, upon hearing the instruction that um, these young men refused to obey his command, refused to obey Nebuchadnezzar's command. He gave them a second chance and he told them this time the fire will be heated seven times more when you read from verse 13 of Daniel 3 to verse 15. But Dan, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego rather refused 
to you know succumb to the temptation to the compromise to the threat that may even cost them their life you know Shadrach Meshach and Abednego could have saved their life by simply bowing to the image the next time the music began you know it would have been easy like that or as somebody would say it would have simply done as if they want to tie their shoelaces or even hiding themselves but no they didn't you know, they made their statement that, O oh, King, we are not careful to answer you in this matter. We know that our God will save us, but even if he does not, no, O oh, Nebuchadnezzar, we will not bow down to your image. And Nebuchadnezzar was enraged, and he says, what God will be able to rescue you from my hand? Do you know how people can easily play God in our life? They think they hold our destiny in, our, in, in their hands, and so they try to make some certain claims and threats, and we ourselves are placed under pressure, thinking that if we do not succumb, that all hope concerning our future will be lost. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego were placed in a worse circumstance than you may ever imagine. But this is the heart of the story, my friends. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego told the king that we would rather break than bend. We would rather die even if our God does not save us than bow to your image. The three Hebrew young men came head on with the king on a matter that required them to compromise their faith in the God who made the heavens and the earth. Because they were fully aware that God has stated in his 10 commandments, do not bow down to graven image. When you read Exodus chapter 20, amongst the other 10 commandments, do not bow down to graven image, do not make false idols, do not even make any graven image, whether it resembles anything in heaven or on earth. Do not use the name of the Lord in vain. Remember the seventh day Sabbath and keep it holy. Honor your parents. Do not kill. Do not steal. Do not commit adultery. Do not bear false witness. And do not covert. They knew these things at the tip of their finger. They didn't just have a head knowledge. They lived it. They were ready to die. Standing for the rights. In the book Education, page 57, one author says, the greatest want of the world is the want of men. Men who will not be bought or sold. Men who in their inmost soul are true and honest. Men who do not fear to call sin by its right name. Men whose conscience is as true to duty as the needle to the pole. Men who will stand for the right though the heavens may fall. And if you think I'm talking about men, let me read it again. About just men, let me read it again. The greatest want of the world, my friend, is the want of men, women, and youth. Men, women, and youth who will not be bought or sold. Young people, adults, male, female, who in their innermost souls are true and honest. God is looking for you and I. Who will not be afraid to call sin by its right name. God is waiting on you to, to allow him to mold your conscience, to be true to duty as needed to the pole. God is looking to you to stand for the right in this day and age where the wrong is celebrated and promiscuity and evil and lasciviousness is giving honors, is celebrated, is giving, uh, you know, medals on TV. 
God is saying, even though the heavens fall, would you rather break than bend? Would you rather lose your friends and stand for that which is right? Like Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. Would you rather let go of a career? Would you rather let go of an education if it goes against the principle and your dedication to God? Think about this, my friend. Oh, Lord in heaven, help us this day to stand for you. Do the heavens fall. Help us not to break, not to bend, rather, not to compromise standards. Help us to stay faithful to you, Jesus. Father, to as many who are facing challenges, who are facing an overwhelming